Welcome to the Worship Leader Probs Podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip worship and tech leaders all around the world. Look, we all know that serving in worship and production is great, but the problems, those are real. Thanks for joining us as we dive into today's episode with our host, Brian Tabor. Welcome to episode 184 of the Worship Leader Probs podcast. Guys, thanks for tuning in today. We've got, as they say, a humdinger for you. Uh, And speaking of humdingers, you know, we have the lady who, we call her the gift that keeps on giving in our house. That's how we refer to her. Her, she goes by many names, uh, Big Yonsei, uh, what's that smell? <laughs> smell you later. It's Jen Smell. I'm just picturing you and Kim talking about me and not saying Jen, but saying, you know, the gift who keeps on giving. I exactly. like that idea. I, I think that that's how you guys should exclusively talk about me. What we need to get for you is a shirt with a big bow on it. Yeah. Yeah. So you can walk it around and we'll just call you the gift. And that won't come across egotistical or <laughs> anything at all. People people won't get the wrong idea. Yeah, on me. the back it will say, I bought this shirt for myself. myself yeah, yeah. This was a gift to me because I am a gift. <laughs> so guys, we're going to do those three E's. We do them every episode. Entertain, encourage, and equip. That's the goal. And as we're getting started here, would you do us a favor? Hit pause and head over to Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star rating and a really solid review. Give us something that is really going to come from the heart, like right, a real, yeah. like a, like, like a, like a love letter almost. Right. Yeah. Like a love letter, <laughs> right? Like the, you know, something really amazing. Yeah. Say something really amazing about the podcast. We, we need you to do that. Mm-hmm. We do. I don't know what happened to my voice just then. Kind of went <laughs> a little soprano on us. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I think it's going to end up being fun today. It, you know, anytime we're already going off the rails and we are two minutes into recording, it's usually a great sign. So, right? Exactly. <laughs> I can't vouch for what's going to come, but I can say this. We are going to entertain you. We are going to share some laughs with the prayer concerns. Oh, yes, Obviously, we we're going to share some resources and help equip you. And then uh, Brian and I are going to be sliding into the DMs and having a conversation about the disengagement dilemma. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. There's a lot of people facing disengagement issues in churches and teams. Yeah, so we're going to be diving into that just a little bit today. But before we get to mm-hmm. all of that goodness, Brian, will you take just a moment to tell our listeners about our sponsor, Planning Center? Absolutely. Guys, it's time to talk about Planning Center people. Uh, if you're a worship pastor, you're probably thinking, hey, Brian, I'm already using services. Why are you telling me about Planning Center? Okay, fair. But did you know that with services, you also have free access to the People app, Planning Center People. And with People, you can create a volunteer pipeline to get new volunteers through their application process and then assign to a team. Who's not looking for new volunteers, right? All of us are. In People, you can create an online form to get new volunteers. Uh, You can create a workflow to help you walk them step-by-step through the application and training process, and then automatically add them to services so you can get them scheduled. And that's just only one of the things 
uh, that people will do for you. So give it a try. You can learn more at planningcenter.com slash pipeline. And remember, if you're looking for other tools, uh, things to help with giving or small group chat, event signups, live streaming, custom reporting, Planning Center has tools for all of those as well. Let your church administrator know. They're like the full toolbox of everything that you need. Right. They have it all. It's They have it all. They just need that to would... add maybe like dating for the Christian singles <laughs> and some sort of a food service and planning center would be all we need. Just... Yeah, like a Taco Bell integration. Right. <laughs> right. I'm going to accept for next weekend. I'm going to order a cheesy gordita crunch. Right, exactly. Yep. That would be it's awesome. Win-win. Yeah. It's a win-win. We love our friends at Planning Center. So Jennifer. Yes. I got a question for you. Okay. It it is food related. Oh, I, okay, good. So, you're you're you guys are super healthy out there. The smells are yeah. like a healthy I lifestyle would, family. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say super, but we we try. <laughs> so, if you're ordering a pizza, mm-hmm. where are you ordering it from and what does it have on it? Okay, so it depends because you know, we've got all the little smells. And so sometimes we just mm-hmm. go cheap and easy with like a little Caesars and, yeah, you know, sure. whatever. The official pizza of the NFL now, yeah. by the way. Are they really? Yeah. Man, they've yeah. really come, but they've, they have risen it's from the circle. ashes, right? Because yeah, I'm right? Pr- pretty like sure. Like a phoenix. <laughs> pretty sure they, they, they died several. Uh, I thought so too, man. A while ago. Man, talk about a, an epic comeback. Anyway, what yeah. A, do they still do two? They send you two? Like when I was in college, if you ordered a pizza, they sent you two. No, of course they, no. No one's oh, That's probably you why they The days of like BOGOs are gone. We're not, <laughs> <laughs> this, that doesn't Bogos. happen. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it just kind of depends. I'm not super picky when it comes to pizza. Um, I like, you know, vegetarian stuff, but my go-to is just always uh, pepperoni. Did you now, say vegetarian? Yeah. Or you like, you know, like all the, not vegetarian, just all the veggies on top, you know, like a Supreme, throw some meat, throw some veggies on there. Have yeah, you ever right. done this? Have you ever tried pepperoni with pineapple and jalapeno? I'm not oh. huge on the pineapple, like ham business. I'm like, nope, that's all too sweet. Yeah. But you throw yeah. some pineapple and jalapeno together with some pepperoni. Mm-hmm. That is some good stuff right there. So I'm not a huge jalapeno guy because I, I the spicy. Because you don't do the spicy. You know, yeah. Yeah. My, <laughs> the contrary, like my language is can be a little spicy on here. You know what I mean? Right, right. With the clapbacks. But the food, I just am not a big spice guy. But I'll have to try that. You should. Because the, the sweetness of the pineapple, it really helps to balance out that spice in that Ooh. heat. It's good. It's good. Someone suggested that to us years and years ago. And we're like, that sounds weird, but let's give it a try. Mm. Love it. I love it though. What about you? What's your go-to? You're making me hungry. You're making me hungry. I know. I skipped lunch to do this. Can we just? <laughs> yeah, man. Gosh. So like in the Midwest, there's a, there's a chain called Pizza King. Okay. It's pretty solid. It's got really crumbly sausage. Real, all the toppings are kind of really small. Mm-hmm. And um, I really like, I really like Pizza King. Every now and then we'll, we'll still go Pizza Hut. Yeah. I know. You I haven't know, had pizza the hut. in years. Okay, are right. you more of a deep dish Chicago style pizza or like that thin crust New York style pizza? You I'm seem like a deep a dish guy. Oh, really? are, yeah, are, I know that surprises people. I'm more of a thin. <laughs> I'm more of a thin guy. Yeah. Um. Even like so, Chicago known for pizza, right? Right. One of yeah. Those places and there's yeah. like a few major places. Right. Uh, I'm a Lou Malnati's guy mm-hmm. from Chicago, and they have a thinner crust, but it's got still this like 
little bit of a crunch to it. Ooh, it's good, man. We have one of those it here, so and I, good. I don't think I've ever gone. You need to try it. Try the to. it's. It comes with what they call a butter crust. Ooh, that sounds good. You had that me works. Has like that works against all of my uh, fitness goals <laughs> and my <laughs> dietary goals, but. Oh, it's oh. making me hungry for pizza, man. I haven't had a pizza in a while. Yeah. Yeah. This is good. Mm. I love Mm-mm. pizza. I love it. I love do it. too. I love it. You know what else I love? What? People who follow us on the socials. Yeah, me too. It makes my day. Yeah. It yeah. makes my day. Guys, we just we just uh, crested. Is that a word? It crested? is. It is. We just crested 40,000 on I TikTok you said, on the I thought you said crusted. I'm like, we've been talking pizza too much. <laughs> crusted. We just crusted. I'm like, <laughs> it's crusted. We just, we're almost to 41,000 on TikTok. That's crazy, man. Wow. Crazy. That is. So, but go follow us, man. It, it gets a little salty. As I told you a couple of weeks ago, it's mm-hmm. always me on TikTok at this point. Yeah. And um, there, I got a zero tol- tolerance policy for knuckleheads. So. Yeah. Yeah. Is if you don't follow and you come into the comments on uh, TikTok and you're ready to pick a fight. Yeah. If if you want to see the saltier side of Big Tasty, (laughs) you know, Instagram, we get more of the sweet side of Big Tasty, but that's salty. That's salty Big Tasty is out there on on TikTok. (laughs) Yeah. So check it out, man. Check it out. It's, uh, we're having some fun over there on the talk. Yep. Yep. We are having a lot of fun. You know what else is a lot of fun? What's that? I think it's time for prayer concerns. Absolutely. So, so guys, Prayer Concerns is brought to you by our friends at Five Words Media. They're the amazing people uh, that bring you free church AV every year. Uh, Five Words Media is the official AVL integrator of Worship Leader Probs. We're psyched about that. If your church is planning an upgrade to your production gear, or maybe you're building a new building, uh, start with a call or an email to the team at Five Words Media. They're the best in the biz. They'll do an incredible job of finding the right gear to help your church realize their vision of making a greater impact for the kingdom. Uh, Just consider them as an extension of your church production team uh, as they focus on five words that clients experience with every project. And those five words are see, hear, feel, design, and build. Just click the link in our bio and then scroll down to the link for five words media and get started today. So guys, prayer concerns. This is episode 184. We've shared prayer concerns on every episode. Some episodes are nothing but prayer concerns. And here's what it is. Our congregation, they like to roast us, right? Occasionally about service was too much of this or not enough of that, or why is it so loud or whatever. Sometimes they'll use the connection card. They'll use the live stream chat. They might jump on your YouTube comments or Google review, they're coming for you. And people send these in from all over the world. So go to worshipleaderprobs.com, click on the prayer concerns tab, and you could submit their yours there, or you can uh, DM them to us on Instagram. We will never share your name or your church's name. So, uh, okay, I'm, I'm big on realistic expectations, all right? Yeah. I can tell you, we may have the most savage prayer concern we've ever had today. It is possible. Okay. I can't wait. I can't wait. Also, I'm I'm going to probably need to write that person a card or something just to encourage them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. Let's dive right in. Prayer concern number one. 
I was the worship intern at my church last summer. And after I led worship for the main service, a lady came up to me and said, they don't pay you enough to buy hands with pants without holes, huh? <laughs> oh, gosh. It's just... How are people <laughs> still making comments about jeans with, uh, with hole? I just don't Guys, understand. it's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Like, it, it's right? not like it was 12 years ago where maybe it was newish, yeah. but come on, I mean, people. come on. Get come over on, it fam. already. Get come just, on. Yeah. Exactly. Get exactly. I had a pastor once who said, hey, if you got a problem with that, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to go down to Home Depot and we're going to buy you a ladder so you can get over it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. I like it. I like it. Okay, number two, prayer concern number two. I got this comment recently and it said, you should take a Sunday off and go to another church and get some ideas about what makes their church so successful. Oh my gosh. <sighs> <laughs> and that's not it. That's not the most savage one. Yeah. You should help me. You should take a few weeks off, read your Bible, find out what it means to be like Jesus. (laughs) I cannot believe the audacity people Exactly. Get out the B-I-B-L-E and just read the red letters. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) My gosh. All right. Number three. Prayer concern number three. We're in the middle of the set and I'm a solo sound tech and I'm running the audio board, words, and the live stream. A man walks up and says... I seriously cannot hear one of the singers at all. You need to turn her up. Me. Okay, thank you. I've actually been trying to fix that, but she isn't holding her mic up to her mouth. Would you like to walk up and tell her to hold it up? I'm kind of busy in here alone. <laughs> yes. Yes. Good job, tech. <laughs> that, is, that is the right way to handle that one. <laughs> right, exactly. Just walk on up there. Go ahead. Head on up there. Okay. Number four, prayer concern number four, possibly the most savage prayer concern we've ever had. Prayer concern number four, your voice on the live stream is a full assault on my eardrums. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. (laughs) That is so, that is horrible. It's a little burn unit (laughs) action there, man. Assault on my eardrums. Oh my gosh. Full assault, not full just, assault. Doesn't sound great. It's a full assault. Wow, wow! I just, <laughs> I feel so sorry right? for that person. I just come on. <laughs> okay, hey, again, son. I I would like a fund so I can visit some of these people. I yep. You know, I don't the even have Beyonce to go personally. Just uh, just give me their handle or their email address, and I'm gonna go ahead and do some do some work. <laughs> I'm gonna do the Lord's work. <laughs> just, Oh that's God. horrible. That's crazy. That, and on, that fam. is probably the worst one I've heard. I think that's pro- that's uh, that ranks right Full up there for assault. sure. Full assault. Full assault. Okay. Prayer concern number five. This is the last one, the bottom of the pudding cup. Prayer concern number five. I recently got this comment and it said, can you please announce that I'm missing my pie plate from the church family meal and to meet Sue in the lobby if you have it or know where it is? Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Church announcements. Uh, <laughs> Sue is looking for her Sue's pie plate. Sue's looking for her pie plate, guys. <laughs> guys. We also have a men's event coming up. <laughs> I'll just sandwich it in there for you, Sue. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, guys, those are prayer concerns. Thanks for sending those in. Uh, again, please keep them coming. You can go to worshipleaderprobs.com and click on the prayer concerns tab, or you can DM those to us on Instagram. And we, as always, we thank you. Uh, for blessing us with your pain and your pain. Yes. Right. 
Well, let's hop into the last segment of the podcast that we call Sliding into the DMs. Today, we're going to talk about the disengagement dilemma. Uh, Lots of people, you know, okay, the world is a different place than it was pre-pandemic. And I don't think this is, yeah, it's not something probably we're going to talk about forever and just say, oh, look what just happened. Pandemic, you know, like that was caused. But there there are ripples that we are still experiencing, uh, certainly in the church. And people are dealing with a little bit of disengagement. Uh, in their congregation, Mm -hmm. with their congregation, they're dealing with some disengagement on their teams. And so we wanted to uh, just have a conversation about the disengagement dilemma today. Mm. So, Big Yonce, um, have you ever been in a congregation where you saw this happening? Yeah, I mean, not going to lie, I've seen a little bit of it happening even in my own uh, church. And and again, I think it's because everything changed with, uh, with COVID everything really did. And we can't just expect, you know, to snap a finger and kind of go back to how things were before. Um, you have to kind of move forward with a, you know, a new, I don't know, new vision, new strategy. You have to just tackle it new, but I do think a few things happened or at least what I'm seeing in my church. One, uh, people got used to, uh, watching live streams and that sort of a thing. And, you know, as great as live streams are, it's just, it's, it's just still not the same feel as being in a room. You know, you can tend to sit there with your sweats on, on the couch, watching the live stream and, you know, it's just not quite the same thing. So I think that there's kind of that going on. Uh, two, something that I've seen in my church is we've got, you know, we lost some people through COVID, but then we've gained some new people and, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe they're not accustomed to your, you know, particular style of church or that, that sort of a thing. And so, you know, I'm seeing a little bit of that going on. And so what we've been trying to do is go, okay, we need to enter kind of another phase of teaching worship, mm-hmm. another phase of really, really building and fostering the worship culture within the church. We've got a lot of new faces or again, even people who have maybe developed some patterns and habits through COVID, or maybe people who just still feel kind of weird about things or, you know, not, not just COVID. There's just craziness going on in our world. And our world is a very heavy place right now. And I do think we're seeing some of that come in, you know, people can't, you know, pay their bills. They don't have jobs. They can't find housing. You know, there's a lot that people are facing and they come through the doors and it can be easy for us to look at them and go, I wish they would just worship. You know, or I wish, you know, why, why aren't they, why are they, how can they just stand there and stare? Trust me, I have all of these thoughts. I have all of these thoughts every week. Um, But what I constantly kind of come back to, because I go to the Lord about it and I get, I get frustrated at times, not Mm going to lie. I get frustrated because I'm like, man, don't they understand what it is that we're doing? And I honestly feel like the Lord usually says back to me, they don't. You, it's, it's your job to help to help reveal this. Like you've dedicated your life to understanding worship into, you know, helping to create environments where people can express worship through music and singing, but they haven't. And your average Joe might not totally understand the Mm. significance of what we're doing. So instead of just getting frustrated or getting mad and blaming everything on them, instead you need to go, okay, what can I do as a leader to help them engage more, to help Mm. them understand more the significance and the importance and the value of what it is uh, that we're doing? 
Absolutely. Did you see that much? I know you've kind of stepped into a different realm, but yeah. I'm, you know, I'm curious what, what you experienced. Yeah, absolutely. You know, when you think about, uh, you know, you go to the movies, right? Mm-hmm. You're not like in the movie, you're right. watching the movie happen yeah. in front of you. And I think not for everybody, but there are, there are a segment of people who got used to being an observer of worship as opposed to being a participant in worship. Mm -hmm. And look, I can tell you this, if I was sitting on my couch for months on end and and depending on where you are in the world, it, it was a year or better, you know? And, and if you got used to just watching worship, that, that'd be a tough, that'd be a tough thing to, to break, you know, you're comfortable, which, which, you know, the word has lots to say about uh, it's about it not being about our comfort, you right. know. Yeah. Uh, and so, I, yeah, you know that that would be a really tough tough pattern to break. It would be the rare family or person who's like, you know, standing, you know, arms fully extended in worship when they're watching a service from home. Right. And I, I even caught myself if I'd get a text from a friend around the country or a family member who would say, Hey, we, we watched online today. Mm-hmm. I, you know, my, my initial response would always be, Hey, so glad you got to watch. Yeah. And then I thought that's not our hope. Our hope is not that they watch. Our hope is that they participate. Yep. And so I would even just, it's a little thing. I would even flip the switch in my head and reply and say, I'm so glad you got to worship with us, mm-hmm. which is, it's a whole different mindset. Yeah. Um, and so I, you, you hit the nail on the head, man. It's uh, coming out of this is, is this is a real deal that we're right. feeling. And the other thing you said about new people, you know, so many, you know, churches, we've talked about this before. Churches are having to have conversations that look like this, like who were we before the pandemic yeah. and who are we now? Mm-hmm. Because many places those those are different. Yep. Uh different in number, different in makeup. Mm-hmm. Um and there are there are people who uh maybe they found a church that they really like that's not even in their city. It's across the country right. and yet they still are just participating online. You know, I don't think online is designed to be the long-term answer for yeah. anybody. Right, I agree. I agree. Um I think it's a great stopgap. It's a great help. Mm-hmm. If you can't get to a church, it's a, it's great for that, but mm-hmm. it's not meant to be the long-term solution right. for the gathering of the saints. Right. I was to say, I mean, Hebrews 10 talks about the importance of still gathering together. Oh, That's how we it, spur each other on. That's how we encourage each other, support each other in our faith. And, you know, I agree online, you don't get that. You can drop into the chat all day long, but there's just something different about being face to face, you know, so I would, I would say to worship leaders, you know, if this is what you're seeing in your congregation, it's okay. It's, it can be frustrating. We'll Mm -hmm. all own that. That's, that's valid, but you kind of need to go before the Lord and go, okay, how, how do I help affect change in this? Do we need to go to the senior pastor and say, Hey, can we do a short series on worship and let's teach it? Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. can we do that? Um, can I find little segments in the actual worship set? Let me just share a scripture and just help them understand this is what we're doing. You know, I've done that a couple of times where I've said, listen, when we raise our hands, it's a sign of surrender. And it's based, you know, I've done that in worship. I'm sure you have too. You know, we have to kind of own 
this is a fresh challenge for us. Mm, And we we can either sit back and get mad about it and blame the people, or we can kind of go, okay, God, this is what you've entrusted me to do. This is the field that you've put me in. So give me the wisdom and help me to to kind of tackle this. And then we have to have the patience, you know, the Titanic doesn't turn in a day, you know, for people to say something like that. You have to have the patience to kind of slowly till that soil, to work that Mm. ground, you know, to pave the way. And I know it can be hard if it takes a while, but if you stay consistent with it, you know, you'll, you'll begin to see things change, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and I would say, um, I would maybe, if it were me, uh, sitting across the table from somebody who's listening to the podcast, I would say I would maybe pump the brakes on teaching a lot of new music, right? Um, which is not to say you can't teach new music. I just Mm -hmm. would not, I wouldn't make 40 or 50% of your worship set new stuff every week. Right. Or I would, uh, you know, Jen's talked about her process. You teach a new song, you do it for multiple weeks, Mm -hmm. uh, in a row. Maybe you, here's an idea, turn the click off. And just sing the chorus a couple of times. Yeah. And then yeah. sing the song. Like give your give your people the time mm-hmm. uh, to learn. You know, they're saying what's the average is uh people in your church are on average attending once a month. Yeah. Right. So if you're singing a, a new song and you're only doing it once, you got like a 25% chance that right. a segment of your church was there to learn it. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, you know, repetition. Um, can, you know, continue to, if you're teaching new stuff, do it multiple weeks in a row, Mm -hmm. um, and do some familiar stuff. Like lots of churches you see, uh, in their set list, they're doing some throwback songs, you know, I love the intentionality of that. Mm -hmm. Um, we did that at our place, you know, let's go back and, uh, let's bring back some songs that were particularly meaningful. Maybe it was a, a specific season that your congregation was walking through and mm-hmm. and and you thought oh, this was a song that was really meaningful or was a part of a big series that we did or whatever. Right. You know, find those nuggets that were really meaningful in the life of your specific body mm-hmm. and bring them back, man. There's nothing right. wrong with that at all. Yeah, that's so good. I would say probably my final thought on on this also would be don't get moved too much by what you see with your eyes. There are some people that just kind of have that look and we don't know what, you know, God is doing in their heart. We don't know what the spirit is doing. So I would say one, don't get too moved by what you see with your eyes, but also it is not your responsibility to make them worship. It's not your responsibility to make them have some sort of an encounter with the spirit. Your, your responsibility is to, you know, work a set, follow what, you know, the spirit tells you to do and kind of create the atmosphere, but you are not responsible for completely whether or not people respond, you know? And so just Mm -hmm. keep reminding yourself of that. Now, listen, if you're in a sitting where like nobody's responding, okay, look at that a bit. But usually we tend to focus on the minority of people in the room because they're the ones that are catching our eye because they're standing there with their arms crossed staring at you. (laughs) You know, those are the ones that that, uh, catch your eye. So I will say, look around. And if the majority of people are responding, you know, just, you know, fine, be encouraged by that. But just kind of remembering that. And that's too where we continue to lean on the Holy Spirit going, okay, Mm -hmm. you know, you move, we've planned our set, but you move, you do what you want to do. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm just going to be faithful and obedient to what I, what you've put in front of me. Amen. I mean, yeah. you know, we've heard pastor Scott on here say, um, the intentional, uh, like posture at their church is the platform leads the room. Yeah. The room doesn't lead the platform. Yep. 
Um, you know, obviously you're going to be sensitive to things that are going on in your community or things that are going on in the world or whatever, but uh, you, you, the platform leads the room. And if you're a leader in a situation where you're seeing some disengagement uh, in your congregation, I would, that is not the time to uh, shy away. Yeah. That is the time where you walk to the spiritual thermostat and you dial it to 11. Right. Yeah. Uh, you spend time on your knees in prayer. You spend time in the word uh, and you get your team to do the same. You yes. turn up the heat yep. Yep. Uh, and make sure that you are pressing in, uh, discovering what is it that God is is saying, where is God leading? Mm -hmm. uh, you turn up that heat. Yeah. Um, Jen, what about for disengagement on the team a mm. um, little different than the congregation what what right. would you what would some words of wisdom be um that's tough uh, i think mm. i think that no matter what's going on we're gonna encounter seasons where whether it's an individual you know disengages or you know you might kind of feel that a bit in your team i will say this it's always important to keep vision or mission in front of people more than need. If we're communicating to our team, oh, I need a guitarist this weekend. Oh, will you sing because I need a singer? If that's our approach, I just, I don't tend to think people are going to respond to that as well. Um, I'm a big believer in keeping it in front of the team. This is what we're doing. We are taking part in glorifying the name of God on this earth. We are taking part in his kingdom coming and his will be being done. It's about so much more than just us coming in here, punching a clock, singing some songs, playing some music. It's about so much more than that. Mm -hmm. um, so I would say one way to keep your team engaged, to keep them from disengaging is to keep vision and mission in front of them mm -hmm. more so than need. And again, coming back to kind of the COVID situation, a lot of us got hit with need. You know, we don't have enough people for our platform. We don't have enough you know, people on the roster and that sort of a thing. But if, if, if we just stay in that need zone, that need driven, well, I've got to fill this again, that's just not enough to keep people hooked mm -hmm. in and to keep people motivated. We have to cast a vision and really that's truly what we are ultimately doing this for, to live lives that glorify God. You know, we're doing it for a bigger purpose. And so that's the stronger way to lead. And so if you're seeing disengagement in your team, again, I would recommend whether that's a team night, it's, you know, you pull all of your team together, you cast some vision, you, you give them the mission. And then you spend some time in prayer asking God to kind of reignite, asking God to pull people out of complacency or apathy, you know, um, and, and kind of try to get them remotivated. And like you said, it, it starts with, you know, you as the leader, dialing up that thermostat. Mm -hmm. We got to take a look at ourselves and go, am I kind of tired and just kind of punching, you know, punching the box every week? Am I just, yep. Yep. you know, am I just clicking on what I need to do? Is there anything I'm inadvertently communicating to my team that I can now see ripples of, you know, and, mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm the one that needs to, uh, to change some things even in myself first. Mm -hmm. That's so good. That's so good. Uh, if you see disengagement in your team, I would say that is not the time to be passive. Right. That is the time to get aggressive. Yeah. What do I mean by get aggressive? I would say um, that's not the time to just wait until you run into a member of the team and then have a really casual conversation with them. I would say that's the time where you set an appointment with the member of your team that you see disengaged. Yeah. Uh, that's the time when you grab coffee or you grab dinner or 
you and your spouse and them and their spouse. You go out and you do something social or like Jen said, team nights, yeah. uh, or maybe you plan a, a, a social. We used to do, um, it was a silly name. We called them spontaneous sort of dinners. Uh, it was sort of spontaneous because we had to plan it because it was usually a larger group of people, but right. there was no agenda other mm -hmm. than we're all going to meet at the same place for dinner. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes we'd have five people, sometimes we'd have 30 people. Mm -hmm. Um, but it was just a touch point, a connection point. Uh, it's, if you see disengagement in your team, that's the time to get aggressive yeah. with connection points, uh, with your team. Right. Um, it also, if you have like at your rehearsal or maybe if you do some sort of like a pre-service huddle again, sp speak vision to them, speak purpose to them, you know, r rally everybody around the thought of th this is what we're doing. This is the importance of what we're doing. You know, the beautiful thing about being the leader is you carry the burden, you carry the load. Um, you know, kind of for shepherding the team and whatnot. But that also means you are empowered to help really steer people in the right direction. You know, I love that mm -hmm. having, you know, dinners and, and, and getting with people and also, you know, find out what, what's going on in their life. You know, some people maybe are just kind of feeling like they've lost a sense of personal purpose. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so speak, speak into their lives, call things out of them, you know, let them know how much you appreciate them, you know, let them know how much it, God, how proud of them God is, you know, these are different things that we have to do as leaders. And again, I get it. It's frustrating. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's heavy at times. It's challenging mm -hmm. when you're seeing all of these things, but that's where we have to go to God and go, okay, God, you've, you've made me the leader. Give me wisdom and leading, give me passion and leading and, and help me, help me with creative ideas. What are different creative ways absolutely. that I can approach this, you know, involve the Lord. Absolutely. Don't try to do this on your own. Mm -hmm. But like you said, you've got to get aggressive. You've got to take that initiative and you have to be intentional. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. Amen. I would, I would say change your rhythms. Mm -hmm. um, if, if your current rhythms are leading members of your team to be disengaged, change the rhythm. It's yeah. not rocket science. Right. So like it, it, during COVID, many churches um, just for health and safety, they went to a, probably maybe a smaller rotation of, mm -hmm. of volunteers. Well, if you're not a person who is on the list uh, of the smaller volunteers, could be pretty easy for you to feel disengaged. Yeah. Um, maybe not affirmed as a member of the team. Mm -hmm. Change it up. Yeah. Change it up. Change, have a service that is totally different uh, than, than what you, you know, what is business as usual, you know, mm -hmm. do something different, yep. change your rhythms and, uh, bring people to the table, uh, maybe who have, um, been not had a seat at the table recently. Mm -hmm. Um, that's a, that's a really important part in, in bringing them to the table, maybe empower them. Uh, you gotta be, uh, Make sure that these, this is somebody who's prepared, obviously all of that prepared for what you're going to empower them for, but uh, look for people that you can empower with different pieces of the ministry. You know, if you have a larger team, maybe you need to change up the rhythm and empower a few people. And maybe these aren't like your leaders and soloists and 
but maybe these are just really committed, amazing people who have a great walk with the Lord. Yep. Uh, make them into some sort of a shepherd, like over a segment of your team. You know, Jen, mm-hmm. Jen talks about this kind of concept all the time, like change your rhythm. If your current rhythms are leading to disengagement, mm-hmm. change them. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say this, you know, people are going to, we're going to lose people from time to time. Mm-hmm. We just are. Some people are going to completely disengage and leave. And I'm thinking of people out there right now that might be struggling. Um, it just with where they're at right now, they might be in a smaller church. They might have a smaller team and they might, you know, you might be sitting there going, that's nice guys, but there's nobody else in my church or my team has really shrunk down. Mm-hmm. So I will say this, just be faithful with what it is. Then Absolutely. Be faithful. We have seen time and time again in the word where, you know, don't despise the day of small beginnings. Be faithful in the little and trust God that he will bring more to it. And I know you mm-hmm. might be feeling pressure from your lead pastor or whatnot. Then you go have a conversation and say, hey, this is, this is just where things are right now. But instead of sitting in it and, you know, again, feeling discouraged, just kind of go, okay, God, I'm going to give 100% with what this is that's in front of me. And I'm going to worship with all my might. And I'm going to shepherd. Maybe you only have two people on your team. Then I'm going to shepherd these two people like crazy. Mm-hmm. We are going to give it everything that we've got because your name deserves it. And honestly, the worship of God doesn't depend on a platform stacked with people. Absolutely. You know, we do that. That's just the way that we tend to do things. But the spirit doesn't need that. You know, he doesn't mm-hmm. need that in order to move. You know, so I would just right. want to encourage, you know, whatever your situation might be, give it 100%. Do the absolute best that you can with what God's placed in your hands. Absolutely. And trust Jesus him. himself. Jesus picked a handful of people. Yep poured himself into those people. And man, if you've read about those guys. <laughs> right. That worked out pretty well. Yeah. For the rest of us. yeah. And, and while he was with them, they were a bit of a, an interesting bunch at times, <laughs> <laughs> but it all worked out. <laughs> man, that's fun. That's a great conversation. I hope you've had, um, I hope you've benefited from it and been encouraged mm-hmm. by it, maybe challenged by it. Um, if you have dealt with uh, disengagement in your congregation or on your team and you have, uh, you've got ideas for how you dealt with it or led through it, send us a DM or you can always email us at info at worshipleaderprobs.com. You can hit that email button on Instagram as well, and that'll come right to me. And uh, let us know. Let us yeah. know what you're doing to uh, to battle disengagement. Right. Thank you for listening to episode 184. Remember to hit subscribe wherever it is that you consume your podcast. That way you never have to go look for us. We just, we just show up bright and early on Tuesday right. morning, ready for you to hit knock, play. Knock. Who's there? <laughs> Who's there? Brian and Jen. <laughs> the poor man's Brian, not Brian and Jen Johnson. No. This is a different the Brian Wal- the Walmart version or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and do us a favor. Go on over to Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star rating with a nice review. Drop some words in there, some kind words. We'd really appreciate it. And it helps... Uh, to get the message of the podcast out in front of more people. And listen, thank you so much for following us on all of the socials. We love engaging with you, chatting with you back and forth, um, interacting with you. I mean, honestly, the the account wouldn't be what it is without you guys Absolutely. following us. So thank yeah, you so much. It. Yeah, you can we find us it. at Worship Leader Probs on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And even over there on Twitter by searching the hashtag Worship Leader Probs. Guys, we love you. And uh We also love our friends at Maven Media Productions. They're producing the podcast and handling the edits and all the images, the graphics that you see and the videos. And we're so grateful for them. And if you're a church and you need some help with maybe developing a social media plan 
or presence on social media. You need help with uh, design or consulting. Check them out. Mm-hmm. Hit them up at mavenmediaproductions.com. Uh, they're great people and they will really be helpful uh, to whatever you feel like God has called you to do. They'll help you hit that target. Uh, so I hope you'll check them out. And thanks to my friend Scott Hoke for our intro. Guys, we love you. Thanks for listening to episode 184. Until next time, deuces. Smell you later. <laughs>